Hey everybody and how are you? Today is Thursday, so let me be clear. Thursday, because right off the bat, I have to tell you, I received several messages informing me that clearly I got my days mixed up on the last po- on the last podcast uh, because I kept saying have a great great weekend and things of that nature. Well, let me start by telling you that first off, I fucking told you all that I had medium to low intelligence, but also let me explain that in my own disaster of a mind, um, it was the weekend. Because sadly, my days off are Mondays and Tuesdays. So for me, that was my my Saturday that I was talking to you, and Sunday was the next day. So for te- for me, technically, it was the weekend, right? But for all you normal people, I'm sure it was just another yet shitty Monday, right? But uh, at the end of this podcast, I can actually say all of the same shit that I said on Monday, and it will actually mean something this time. Well, to you guys at least, not so much to me, because... You know, I work every weekend, so anyways. Um, also, uh, not to mention, you know, to segue out of that, it has been brought to my attention that my math, my arithmetic, was apparently incorrect as well when I was talking about the average numbers of followers that I've received after being on Twitter since 2013. In fact, one lovely individual even wrote to me, and I quote, If you're not good at math, don't try calculations on your podcast for all of us to hear, or go back to school and try again. Well, sir, I do appreciate the time that it took you out of your, uh, probably what I can only assume is insanely busy life, to write into the podcast and critique my arithmetic skills. At this point, allow me to retort. How about you lick my taint? And then after that, go fuck yourself. But please feel free to write another show again in the future, and God bless. So, just to put this in perspective, uh, people took time in to write and ask me if I have onset dementia, because I don't know what day it is, and also poke fun at my, la- um, my total lack of math skills. But I legitimately asked all of you guys to write in or, or go on my social media and, and give your opinions on who was right and wrong in the whole feeding spicy suicide food to homeless crackheads, and I got three responses. I got two that were for me, yay, and I got one that was not. And that one person said almost word for word what my wife said, which was something along the lines of, yes, you are a terrible human being and a horrible person, and I'm surprised you are still married. Um, but So again, thank you for writing in. More importantly, after we're done with that, which we are now, let me remind all of you that this Sunday is Father's Day. So let me take this opportunity to wish my own father a very happy Father's Day. Um, Maybe after I get off work on Sunday, I can shoot over to you and pick you up and we can go for a a pint on a patio or something along those lines. Um, It's up to you. If you're not busy, give me a shout. You know where to find me. Or I will reach out to you tonight or tomorrow, being Friday, and we'll try and put something together. But for everyone else who might have been born with a father or not, I don't know. Uh, Do something nice for them if you have one. Uh, Say something nice, do something nice, whatever. But under no circumstances do you forget this extremely important day. Because it is, you know, it's it's just like Christmas for us. So please, be nice. Anyways, moving on. Um, so yesterday on 
Tuesday, because I know what day it is, and I know today's Wednesday. Uh, my wife had a doctor's appointment in North York, so I picked her up from work and I took her out there. Uh, it just so happened that this appointment was near the uh, North York Ikea, and I had over an hour to kill, so you know what that means, 50 cent hot dogs! And, uh, oh, also, don't forget that weird, uh, yet very tasty Swedish lingonberry juice, which I'm not even sure is a real berry, but it's fucking delicious, so I get that too. Uh, but because of fucking COVID, oh, by the way, fucking COVID, you tell me that those aren't the two most uttered words in the last two years, fucking COVID. Um, but because of COVID, you can't walk in the exit doors like I usually do, because I have absolutely zero interest in walking around Ikea to you know, look at their like insanely difficult to put together furniture and all the spoons and the plants and all this horse shit. I just really want 27 of your 50 cent hot dogs and let me leave. But unfortunately now, they force you to go into the entrance and line up on these big yellow dots they have in front of the doors and then they literally snake you through all the way to the front doors and then you have to go in and once you're inside the store, you have to literally walk to the, all the way to the other end of the store and down the stairs, after completing this maze of garbage furniture and, and everything else that they sell. And at one point, I really felt like a lab rat. That was I, I remember thinking that. like There was a start and a finish, but in between, there were twists and turns and obstacles and a, a bunch of other lab rats doing the same experiment with me. And if this was a lab experiment, and I was nothing more than you know a lowly lab rat, and they just wanted to see... If this fat asshole could get through the entire store without buying anything just to get those 50 cent hot dogs, then I am very proud to say that I failed miserably. Uh, it started with a rainbow pride shopping bag for two bucks. I thought it was pretty. Sidebar, by the way, the Hostile Environment Podcast is a proud supporter of Pride Month. I don't have a sticker or a flower or a button or anything. But I've said it, and it is the truth. So, moving on. Uh, so after I bought the Pride bag, um, it was like a little thing here for four bucks, and this little thing here for five bucks, and then oh, I need something like this for twelve dollars. And before I knew it, I was down forty bucks. Um, I didn't buy any furniture. It was all like drawer stuff that you you know like fucking openers and spoons and all that horse shit. You know, measuring cups and whatever. But at the end of the day, it was all worth it because now this mouse was about to get his cheese, and by cheese, I mean many of those 50 cent hot dogs that I've been dreaming about, and as many as I could carry. But wait, what's this I see? They've jacked up the price to $1 a hot dog, or two fifty for two dogs and a drink. So I'm not happy about this at all, and then it gets much worse. They don't have cashiers anymore at the, at the hot dog station, or whatever you want to call it. It's a, a, a touch computer screen like they have at McDonald's now. And you can't even put your own toppings on anymore. You, these assholes have to do it for you. So as soon as they get the order, they put on the toppings. And when you get to the counter, um, you know, it, it's already done for you. And I'm a guy, you know, I pressed ketchup and mustard. But, you know, technically I'm a guy who just likes a little bit of ketchup and a shitload of mustard. And I open up my hot dogs and I got welfare lines on both. So, oh, and, and don't forget, the hot dogs were cold and the buns were stale, too. So this was a huge letdown because I'd literally been thinking about these hot dogs for two days. As soon as my wife said, I have a doctor's appointment by the Ikea. That's what I was thinking. 
And as I'm eating them, only out of necessity, not because I'm enjoying them, all I kept thinking of how disappointed I was. And yes, I'm, I'm very aware how pathetic it is, but what else do we have at this point? I'm looking forward to hot dogs, that's all I've got. Um, and I, I can't really blame COVID because who am I kidding? This exact same scenario would have played out the exact same way, minus the $40 in trash. Uh, it would have happened before COVID because I've drawn to hot dogs like Frodo Braggins was to that fucking goddamn ring he was trying to get back to fucking the big mountain thing. Anyways, the, why did I bring this up in the first place? Well, there was a reason I brought this up. I brought up Ikea. It was the reason I touched on this. Was I have a moron buddy. And I'm not going to say his name because he's listening. But you know you're a moron. And I'm going to tell everyone else what a moron you are. So this guy calls me the other day. The day I went to Ikea. Um, and we're shooting the shit. And I casually drop in. Hey man, did you know that you know I- Ikea jacked up the price of the hot dogs to a dollar? And he's, he's like, no man, I actually I, I didn't. And he totally sounded like he didn't give a shit, which to me is mind-boggling, but that's neither here nor there. But then he asks me uh, when I went to Ikea, and I said, oh, I just got back a couple hours ago. And then he goes, dude, you should have called me, man. Ikea's full of chicks, and I'm on the hunt. And then I had to pause, because as soon as he was done talking, I had so many things rushed to my brain that I didn't know what to say first. But I decided on, are you fucked in the head? And then I followed that up with, and then I'm supposed to call you whenever I leave the house because you're single and lonely and maybe there's a small chance that I might cross paths with a woman at some point while I'm shopping at Ikea. Uh, And then I doubled down. I followed that up with, and wait one second, just just hold on. I said, single ladies at Ikea during a pandemic. I said, "You, you realize this isn't Pornhub where, you know, you make eye contact, eye contact with some random lady, and then she's servicing you under a blanket in the bedroom department, right? I mean, what single ladies even go to Ikea? I'm fucking positive it's either housewives or couples, because I don't think single women shop for furniture at Ikea, and if they do, I'm 90% sure that they're not looking to exchange numbers, especially during a pandemic. So I just thought this was awesome. I thought it was hilarious. Um... But at the same time, I don't know. Maybe he's right. I mean, I've been out of the game for 16 years, man. Well, I've been married for 16 years. I've been out of the game even longer than that. So maybe IKEA is a hotspot during a pandemic. Maybe they've got random glory holes hidden throughout the store, like a gas station washroom. I I don't know. Or or maybe I'm just right and my friend's an idiot. Um, Maybe we're both right. I I don't know. So that's my IKEA story. Um, Let's move on to... Uh, the latest email I got, which is not from uh, a listener or a viewer, it is actually from Canada's Wonderland, and I got that a couple of days ago. Uh, I got my I get my youngest daughter a season's pass every year, so they just emailed me the other day to tell me that they're taking money out of my account because they're opening again for reservations, or sorry, they're opening again um, on July 7th, but they're opening for reservations this morning, which was the Thursday, because I know my days of the week. Um, unfortunately you, you've got to book your days and your times ahead and they're going to take your temperature at the gates before entering and uh, somehow they're going to social distance on the roller coasters and only so many people in the park and blah 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 look I, I fucking hate rides and roller coasters and pretty much people and anyone I don't know so Wonderland being open does zero for me um, except put a dent in my pocketbook because my youngest goes five or six times a year and I've got to give her money for food and drinks and all this shit. And 
Not to mention, somehow, I usually get roped in driving a car full of loud, ungrateful kids up to Wonderland. While they're all on their phones the entire drive up. Uh, but the, the thing that burns me the most about this entire situation is uh, there's no CNE. There's no Canadian National Exhibition. And yes, I, I know I've said it before. I know it's one giant yard sale. Yes, all of the stuff being sold in the buildings is the exact same stuff from 2002. And yes, I'm also very aware that the carnies who build and facilitate the rides are on the lowest end of the evolutionary scale. But I love the exhibition, man. I just do. I don't know why. It's in my blood. I love the free shows that they put on. You know, sometimes there's skateboard shows and parkour and some of the dancing shows. I don't mind those. The figure skating show. I love the figure skating show and the skating building. Um, I love going to the booths for the free samples and pretending like I've never tried their product before so I can try every flavor of the pretzel dip or the flavored corn nuts. And, uh, and, and oh, don't forget the, the crazy jerky flavors they have, like bison and kangaroo and shit like that. Like, I always go up and I'm like, oh, wow, I've, I've never had this before. And I'm dipping away and I'm trying every flavor. Meanwhile, not only have I tried every one of these flavors, I've actually bought more than one of them. So I'm just trying to get free shit because that's how I roll. Um, but that food building, though, guys, I mean, come on. That food building, you know, it will always have a very special place in my heart. It's just, it is literally one of the, my favorite things to do in the entire world. I, I, I'm not even I'm not even exaggerating. I wander through and I just gaze at all the possible eating opportunities that can present themselves. You know, from wings to to subs to lobster rolls to bacon sandwiches to ribs to rotis to pizza. You know, and a couple years ago, I remember um, I, I, this is one of my fondest memories of the X was uh, I started day drinking and I got completely hammered on the patio of this country western bar. Um, they actually had one of those mechanical bowls that later on through the evening I attempted and failed miserably. But after getting hammered and you know being in the sun for five or six hours just drinking beer, um, I ended up wandering into the food building absolutely wasted and um, I'm eating at like various booths. I'm just you know I'd fork out five bucks and I'd grab one thing here and then I'd fork out another five bucks and I'd grab one thing there and uh, at the end of the, at the end of my little drunken food endeavor, uh, I was so full I almost passed out on the lawn outside the building because I'd fallen off the park bench because I was pretty fucking wasted. Um, so, anyways, if if you're planning to go into Wonderland this year, um, apparently uh, from what I read online, there was almost three thousand people that logged on before noon and opened at nine. So in three hours, that's, that's a thousand uh, a thousand people an hour roughly. And I know that arithmetic is right, so uh, you can go fuck yourself if you don't. So they opened uh, they opened the um, online shopping for Wonderland or whatever you want to call it at nine o'clock this morning, and it's probably going to be the only thing that's even remotely open this summer. Um, that would I, you'd have to assume that anyway. So I'm going to assume also that it's going to fill up quickly. So unfortunately, the, other than Wonderland, I got to say that this is going to be another summer of absolute boredom and just horseshit and free beach days because there's there's fuck all to do, right? But I, I personally, I'm a, uh, I'm going whitewater rafting with my wife and kids in Ottawa in July, so that's kind of exciting. Uh, still over a month away, so I'm not really all jet jacked up for it yet. Um, it's also terrifying and it's expensive, and it's all wrapped into three days worth of fun. Um, so um, I know a couple of my friends were telling me recently that um, if they could jump on a plane to Jamaica or Cuba or whatever, they'd be the first flight out. They'd be like, "Yeah, if I if they could fucking let me in, uh, I'd fucking jump on a plane right now." And then I, I asked them, right, why would you leave Canada in the summer to go somewhere hot? 
I mean, it, it, realistically, our summers here are pretty amazing, usually anyways. So why leave to go somewhere where the heat is almost unbearable when you can you can sit here and enjoy the heat? That's just amazing. And, you know, you, if you're going to go away, you do that shit from like November, December, somewhere in that, to like March, somewhere in that window right there. Um, you know, now that being said, of course, my family and I did go to an absolutely amazing, all-inclusive five-star resort in the Dominican in 2018, I want to say, either 18 or 19. Uh, it was just after I got my job, job back from corrections, um, uh, because we all needed to like seriously decompress and get the fuck away and enjoy each other. Um, you know, I'll never forget when we showed up, we got off the bus at the resort for the first time, the doors open. I went directly through the lobby. I went right to the ocean. Um, I had a beer in my hand, which they'd give me on the bus and I walked right into the ocean, right up to my stomach. And I just started to cry with happiness. That was like literally just behind my wedding day and the birth of my daughters and buying my first house on the scale of best days of my life. So top five best days of my life was that day. It's Dominican because I just, I don't know, so much emotion. Anyways, uh, let's talk a little baseball real quick because our Toronto Blue Jays, who have finally moved out of Florida and are now back in Buffalo, so actually the, technically the Buffalo Blue Jays, that's where they're playing all their home games. So they are close. They're almost home. They're making their way back slowly to the Great White North, uh, but right now they're hot and they're playing some amazing baseball, and it actually looks like they can make a run for the division, and that is in a large part thanks to the play of our stud, Vladimir Guerrero Jr., who is just an absolute beast. Um, he's leading the league in home runs. He's top five in runs batted in and some other categories as well. Um, he is very, very special player, a very, very special player, so I'm glad that he's on our side. But the reason I bring baseball up is because just two, not even two weeks ago, Major League Baseball announced that they were cracking down on pitchers who put uh, any kind of foreign substances on their body to get a better grip on the baseball, which in turn affects the spin of the ball, which makes hitters, uh, it doesn't make it easy for hitters to hit the ball, and they th it gives, also gives the pitchers um, extra miles per hour on their fastball. So a pitcher can easily go uh, from throwing 96 miles per hour to like 100 miles per hour. And from what I'm the research that I did, the number one uh, cheating substance right now is the rosin bag, which is on the mound for every pitcher. So that's legal. But um, if you mix it with sunscreen, apparently it gives some sort of amazing grip to the ball and, and adds miles per hour to the pitcher's throw. So uh, sunscreen and rosin apparently is a huge thing. So they're going to crack down on that, which I don't understand. You, you, you can't tell a guy not to wear sunscreen and you give them the rosin bag. So I don't, well, I guess we'll go from there and figure that out. But uh, the, the key here is to punish these cheating millionaire pitchers um, when caught by Major League Baseball uh, has announced that the offenders will immediately be issued a 10-day suspension with pay to any player caught using foreign substances during play. So let me get this straight. I'm purposely cheating. I've made the decision to break the rules and cheat to ensure my team wins or at least has an advantage. And I make more money. Um, and when I'm caught, I get sent home to spend time with my family in my amazing home in the summer and I get paid while my team has to keep playing. That's considered a punishment. Amazing. It, 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 
you know, it, it brings me to, it, it's just like yeah, here in Canada, when you read stories of cops who are caught taking bribes or stealing drugs and they're sent home and then they're, they're suspended with pay until their trial is concluded, which sometimes takes over five years to finish. And these dirtbags are pay, being paid well over $100,000 a year and that they sit around and do nothing, or most of them actually get another job, like like building or, or maintenance or house repair or something like that. So they're actually double dipping. So how about this? Here's my idea. If you really want to punish a cheater who is a you know like a piece of garbage um, that's suspended without pay and embarrass them publicly, that's my goal. If if that's how you you want to get them back, you embarrass them and you suspend them without pay. That's baseball, not police, because I don't know what the fuck to do with police, but um, but. But paying them not to come to work, that's your fucking, that's your solution. Where's the accountability here, boys? Like, think about it. What exactly gets the message across that you can't do this or else? Giving the team a fine doesn't mean shit because all of these owners have billions of dollars. So taking a chance at cheating is a win-win for them. It, it really isn't that much of a gamble anyways. If they get caught, oh well, they pay a small fine. If they don't get caught, they win the game. If you look at the, the Houston Astros... And their banging of the trash cans that happened just a couple of years ago, um, it, it would tell the it would tell the Houston Astros what pitch was coming, so they would know how to swing and what to hit. Um, they won the World Series, and now one of those guys who was implicated in the cheating scandal signed a monster contract with the Toronto Blue Jays, and that's George Springer. Although somehow he got hurt in preseason, and uh, now we're almost seventy games into the season, and he has yet to play. So that seems like money well spent on the Toronto Blue Jays' part, as usual. I, I don't know. I, I I don't know how they're going to stop the cheating in the baseball. Um, you know, the worst case for a player is staying home, and the you know, but the team does suffer a bit because that pitcher can't pitch for you for at least two games. But if you're like the Dodgers or the Yankees, and you have a payroll of like two hundred and fifty million dollars for one season then I'm sure you can plug a guy in um, to get you through until the suspension's over. So, I don't know. Baseball's fucked. Um, let's do the um, social uh, network, social media plugs while I think about it before I forget, because sometimes I do. We are here. We are the Very Happy Hostile Environment Podcast. You can find us at Twitter, um, at podcast underscore hostile. On Facebook, I am Jay Cowell, C-O-W-A-L. On IG, I am at host.enviro.pod. On TikTok, I am at the hostile environment pod. And email, I am j.hostile.environment at gmail.com. Let's move away from Major League Baseball and get onto a headline that I came across while doing the research for the show yesterday. Um, this is going to fall under the America is a complete fucking shit show sometimes category. Uh, to all of my American listeners out there, and there's a lot of you guys, I know, um, I'm not taking a shot at you or trying to start a fight or anything like that, but after reading this story out loud to you guys, um, you're, you're going to have to agree with me here that this is fucked. Uh, there's a congresswoman in Colorado. Um, uh, her, her name is uh, uh, Lauren Boberts. Uh, she is an, uh, an elected official, and uh, basically... Enough people in the great state of Colorado thought enough of this woman to elect her into a position of power, and she actually represents the voice of Colorado and their beliefs and their opinions. 
um, well, she's going bananas all over local news and social media about how much she loves her guns. And in the midst of a vote that just took place to award four congressional gold medals to the brave, amazing police officers who fought back and protected the Capitol building on January 6th of this year, when all those like white trash rednecks invaded the Capitol on marching orders from uh, President Grabber by the pussy, um, she was one of the Congress people that actually voted no to these heroes getting any kind of validation and, and the respect that they earn and they deserved. And then she took it up a step further by coming out on the news and standing behind the inbred assholes who went into the Capitol. So when I saw this shit on the news, um, I actually saw it on the internets, so I, I went down a rabbit hole with her, and um, a quick internet search of her was absolute fucking gold. Uh, the door to this woman swung wide open, and this piece of shit redneck and her husband, I, I was absolutely disgusted with the both of these people. So here's a quick rundown of what I found. Again, keep in mind that she is in Congress. She is a politician of the United States of America. In January 2004, Jason Boberts, her husband, was arrested and convicted of public indecency and lewd exposure for exposing his penis to a group of underage girls at a bowling alley. In February of that same year, so just a month after showing his junk to a bunch of young girls, he was arrested for domestic violence. And since he's married to the congresswoman, I would have to believe that th that domestic violence included her. Or maybe it was just before her. Either way, this took place. So that's him as far as I can tell. But that's pretty impressive that he's a fucking borderline pedophile. Uh, now let's go through Lauren Bobert, Bobert's record because she's the uh, the lady in question here. In June of 2015, she was arrested for drunken and disorderly conduct, for resisting arrest and fighting with police. In December of 2015, she was arrested again because she failed to appear for her court date uh, for those previous ch charges that I just cited. Um, and she, she went on to say that it was her constitutional right not to show up because this is America. When she was 15, 15 years old, she struck a person with her car and was arrested for careless driving causing death. But because of her age, she ended up paying a huge fine and taking a plea to a lesser charge. But wait, there's more. In 2017, during a traffic stop by Colorado police, uh, because Laura was speeding, she was going 80 and a 40, uh, she was also found to have children who were not buckled into uh, their seatbelts and their car seats whatsoever. So she got a huge fine for that. Uh, in 2019, she allowed a minor to hold her firearm for a picture while the minor's family was eating at her restaurant called uh, Shooter's Grill. Lowen Borbert, Bobert dropped out of high school to be a teenage mother with her now-husband, Jason. So she did not obtain her high school diploma until 2019 when she got her GED and then somehow got elected. Uh, and to top it all off, of course, she hates Joe Biden. Uh, she's inspired by Donald Trump. 
She believes the election was rigged. And of course, she's an anti-COVID, anti-mask, anti-vacciner. Uh, I'm going to post a picture of these two lovely individuals on social media because it's almost surreal that this woman is actually in the position that she's in. But she really is. It's 100% legit. And if you'd like to follow her on Twitter, she's at Lauren, Lauren Bobert, B-O-E-B-E-R-T. And in case you get confused, her profile picture is the one of her holding a shotgun. And her header is a pic of her handgun. Not to mention the little blurb that she has underneath where it says, Hell no, you're not taking our guns. So, how about, think about this one. Food for thought. Um, can you imagine how much of a complete disaster the other candidate was that she beat to win her seat? So that's even fucking funnier. And look, I, I, I'm an anti-gun guy, so obviously I have a jaded opinion here. Uh, I'm not the guy to voice my opinions and then, you know, talk about all the school shootings or the mass attacks at Walmart and all that shit that happens like every, every other week in the America. But even the simplest person can see that some of these gun nuts are like absolute total whack jobs. But instead of putting them on, um, like a, an FBR radar and possibly a no fly list, you're paying them to represent your state. Kind of makes Doug Ford and John Tory or, you know, your local city councilor or whatever look like fucking superstars now, doesn't it? And uh, just to say, again, I just want to reiterate uh, to all my American fans out there, this is not an attack on America. Obviously, it's just a few bad, completely insane eggs um, that help to run your states. Um, so if you want to write in and you can find funny shit about Canada or Aboot Canada... Uh, I'm more than well. Go hard, man. I'm all for poking fun at ourselves, eh? So uh, let's play some hockey, grab some beer, uh, go out and do some ice fishing there, bud. So uh, you here in Canada, you know, we're a bunch of fucking rednecks too. So there you go. Um, oh, I saw one of Toronto's biggest major hospitals, Toronto General, officially announced yesterday, which would be Wednesday because I know my days, that for the first time since March 26th, 2020 they have zero covid patients and nobody with covid related systems is in the icu that's amazing news and hopefully uh, a sign of the pandemic shit is soon to be in our rear mirror um you know that that's great i'm happy to see that uh, for those of you who follow me on social media i posted a picture of me last friday um which was the first day of the reopenings here in ontario and it was of me on a patio, having a pint, drinking by myself, which I am not only proud of, but I'm also planning to do again this weekend. Maybe this time, some of you loyal listeners want to contact me, or hell, anybody out there, I don't even give a fuck. If you want to join me for a pint, feel free to hit me up on social media, and maybe we can make that happen. I'm more than willing to give it a shot. Um... Uh, sidebar here, if you guys are looking for something to watch uh, for entertainment over the weekend, I highly recommend the Marvel show Loki. There's only been two episodes released so far, and I've only seen the first one, but wow, I was impressed. It was good, man. Um, they are really good. Uh, uh, the episodes are really good, or so the episode is really good. Uh, it's so much better than WandaVision, which you know I, I said was eh. Uh, it will officially not be getting a season two, so that's good. I was right on that account. Um, Loki is better than the um, 
the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, which was decent, but not great. Um, I don't know if that's getting a season two yet, but I like the Winter Soldier, not so much the Falcon. Um, but if you're looking for a movie, uh, my family and I sat down together to have a family movie night and watch the new movie from the Saw franchise called Spiral from the Book of Saw. Uh, truthfully, guys, it wasn't fantastic, but it was definitely decent. It definitely helps kill two hours. And yeah, I mean, it is what it is, right? Um, and yeah, you also heard me correctly that uh, we had a family Saw movie night because that's just how my family rolls. We love our, uh, we love our movies. Um, so because also this is the last show before the weekend, I can officially repeat what I had previously said on Monday's episode, and it will definitely make more sense now, which is uh, Saturday and Sunday are supposed to be fantastic weather. Not so much Friday, it's supposed to rain, but Saturday and Sunday are going to be beautiful. So guys, go to your local grocery store, your butcher, grab a few steaks, fire up the barbecue, listen to some tunes in the backyard, and don't forget, it's very important to stay hydrated by filling your body with cold, refreshing alcohol. So don't forget to go to the liquor store or the beer store. And um, also, guys, at some point over the weekend, tell someone you love them. Even if you just text it to somebody. Maybe you don't want to get trapped in a conversation with your parents or your siblings or your whatever, or your, your own kids or whatever the case may be. But just send them a message. Say, hey, I love you. You know, you never know what the future brings. Tomorrow we could literally be under attack from aliens, thanks to Elon Musk, or vampires, or fucking, any, who knows, something worse. So just, just do it. And again, don't forget about Father's Day. It's on Sunday. Don't fuck around, guys. This is the, the person who helped build you. It was a 50-50 effort. So don't forget to love your father. And um, until Monday, this is uh, officially me wrapping up the show for today. And I hope you all have an amazing few days. But until then, until Monday, until I talk to you again, ladies and gentlemen, I have to say these magic words. And that is, bye for now.